today now on 46 1995. The University of Limerick, as you know, have announced they've applied to the Minister of Housing to designate a significant portion of land on the Clare side of the campus as an economic strategic development zone. Kirsten May, the president of the University of Limerick, was on the show with us last week. Here's a little of my chat with her. So first of all, it is absolutely not a competing priorities. We have an overarching vision for the development of the university and the city campus is an absolutely crucial part in that and we focus our energies on, on, on doing that. Uh, and secondly, uh, as I said before, uh, I don't see it as a, a competition. I've pointed out that the SDZ is actually closer to the city centre than other parts of Limerick City. Um, and, uh, you know, with connectivity. Yeah, but it's in Clare, President. It's in but Clare. It's in, the, it's in the region of the Midwest, and I do think we have to think regionally rather than locally. The Northern Distributor Road, is that a necessary component here? Um, I think in the knowledge corridor between um, uh, TUS and, and UL uh, is an important uh, connectivity point, but there are other solutions also. Uh, possible uh, and and needed in order to look at the traffic solution for Limerick in a holistic way. But President, can it happen without the Northern Distributor Road? Yes. Well, President May, I mean, the University of Limerick has been through, to put it mildly, a turbulent time. And I'm not just talking about managing COVID. Shouldn't you be focusing on what you are actually doing, including the development of the UL City campus, rather than going for something new that's going to absorb even more resources and probably take more of you and your team's attention? Uh, Our responsibility is to develop the university uh, in a holistic way, the city campus plays a strategically crucial importance, as does our development, further development of the Castle Troy campus and the SDZ. Um, and it is crucial that we develop the conditions for a growing number of students who will want to come to university uh, to study at leading edge and uh, uh, leading edge programs and to collaborate. Uh, with industry, with communities and with government in developing uh, the necessary research and the knowledge base that informs our program so that we have graduates that are prepared for the future. So that's the UL President Kirsten May there and some very interesting things to say across that entire interview which we have podcast and you can uh, get on the Live95 app or live95.ie and listening to the interview last week and indeed they released a statement of uh, the back of it is uh, Limerick Chamber and they're the business body for the Limerick region and the CEO is Dee Ryan. She's on the line now. Good morning to you. Good morning, Joe. So what's your reaction to this move by the university and what the president had to say to us in that interview last week? Well, we we listened attentively to um, Professor May's contribution to your show last week and while we are, of course, supportive of the development of research and uh, learning activities at the University of Limerick. Our focus is very much on the revitalization of Limerick City Centre. And so we really would like to see the university bring forward its vision for the development of its city centre campus um, as early as possible. Do you have fears, though, that what they are proposing in the city will be negatively impacted by what they're now working on with Clare County Council uh, on their main campus? 
Well, I can't comment on that, Joe, because I haven't seen the plans for what they have in mind for the strategic development zone um, in Clare and the development of their North Campus. Uh, what I can say is that Undoubtedly, uh, Pr- Professor May's predecessor, um, uh, Des Fitzgerald, and indeed uh, the governing authority for the University of Limerick must have had a strong vision for what they see in Limerick City Centre when they made the decision in May 2019 to purchase that strategic site, the former Dunn Stores building. And so we're very eager and anxious to see them develop that and bring it forward now. Um, undoubtedly, it will be a key a component in the revitalization of Limerick City Centre. It won't be the only component. I mean, it is not the University of Limerick's job to fix Limerick City Centre, but they are going to be a key actor in that rejuvenation of the city centre. So um, along with all the other stakeholders and all the many um, civil society groups that are focused on for all the very positive environmental, cl- um, health and and indeed economic reasons to have focused on, um, revitalising and supporting the rebirth of Limerick City Centre. We'd like to see those plans come forward as early as possible. Now, Kirsten May made the point that what they are looking at in terms of the old Duns building and the development of the city campus beyond the 50 or so students that they have there at the moment is dependent on the master plan for the entire waterfront <coughs> of Limerick City. Is that the case? And on that basis, was it very difficult for them to act on their own? Well, my understanding of the 73 million that's been committed to Limerick by the government, by the states, that's taxpayer money that's been committed, is that that money is to facilitate the redevelopment of a public realm space that will work with the private uh, owners and buildings that are being developed on that, on that scape. So certainly I don't understand that the two of them are linked to each other. Um, and, you know, as I said, the universities. Uh, decision to purchase this city centre campus and um, and their their announcement of their vision for a city centre campus predates the 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 world class waterfront application or world class waterfront allocation of money. So I, I don't see the two as being um, as I see the two absolutely as being related to each other. Uh, and undoubtedly, we will want to ensure that the incredible building that the University of Limerick will bring forward is is sitting well and, and is supported by the public realm in front of it, as indeed the other buildings um, in that area down by Arthur's Quay should be. Um, but I don't see the two as being um, related to each other. Right, so in terms of timing then, as far as you're concerned, there isn't anything to stop the University of Limerick doing what needs to be done with the old Duns building. Well, again, that's not for me to say. That's that's for the University of Limerick, um, indeed, to to respond to. But our interest is in seeing them bring forward those those plans as early as possible, so that we can continue to build on all of the significant investment by the government and by the local authority into um, revitalising the city centre. I mean, we've got nine million being spent at the at the moment on the revitalisation of O'Connell Street, uh, and you know, there's there's plans for for money, significant money to be spent on um, on opera and on Cleves, and and all of that should you know should support the rebirth of the city centre. So we'd like to see the university's um, contribution because indeed you know Professor May, who, who I spoke to about this as recently as last week, is assures me of the commitment of the university to you know to being positive actors and being a positive force for the revitalisation of the city centre, and recognises that 
much as the university is a, a key component of the regional economy, so too is the city. Uh, the feedback that we get from our members from the big businesses that already spent hundreds of millions investing in the Limerick region is that the city centre is, is leading us down and that if we could support the revitalisation of the city centre, that we would be on track to winning more of that kind of okay. investment. Okay, we're chatting to Dean Ryan, CEO of Limerick Chamber, off the back of the interview that we did here with the Kirsten May, who is the president of the University of Limerick last week. Now, the strategic development zone that they are talking about uh, with Clare um, County Council, the fact that it has this status, or will, if uh, the government give it to it, is that a status that none of the projects in the city centre currently have? Um, th- that's a quite a technical planning question, Joe, and I, I wouldn't be certain, but my understanding of this is that... Uh, well, the difference, I guess, Joe, is the difference is if the strategic development zone gets the go-ahead, and there's a big question mark over that, and it will be up to Minister O'Brien um, to, you know, to, to adjudicate over that and do his research, uh, plan, no doubt he'll want to do a study on it. Um, but if it gets the go-ahead, there's just one owner of that. You know, there's just you know one owner, and that'll be the new company that's been established by Clare County Council and the University of Limerick. Limerick City, obviously, no one person owns it, no one company owns the land there. So it's much more difficult to coordinate um, uh, investment decisions and to coordinate change in the city, you know, you really have to nurture it along, you have to support people, you have to encourage people to bring forward their plans, and you have to do all that you can from a local authority and a government perspective to support those positive investment decisions. So that would be the difference. It would be much easier in, in one sense, in, in a decision-making sense, um, for investment uh, to be made into um, somewhere like a strategic okay. development zone. Well, clearly the uh, SDZ um, project, there's a, a timeline there and even if it's granted, there's at least two years of public consultation. Does that mean then that timing is of the absolute essence now in the city centre, that it has to get uh, moving as quickly as possible? Yeah, you've, you've hit the nail on the head there, Joe, absolutely. It, it, our view on this is that it, that it's timing. The timing is critical here um, and that we shouldn't um, undermine the significant investment and energy and work that's being done already over the last 10 years to try and get the city centre supported to get back up on its feet and thriving again by creating what could be viewed as a competitor investment location. And so um, we're very eager to see the university and all others who own properties that are currently uh, disused and vacant in the city centre bring forward their vision for how they're going to contribute to this revitalisation of Limerick City. And finally and briefly, Dee, and you know it well because you're, you're on O'Connell Street every day of the week yourself, um, do you believe that by the end of this year, uh, what is underway currently in the city centre uh, and uh, linked in a way but a separate project, the International Rugby Experience, all of that will at least be complete and we will see a significant benefit as a result by the end of 2022? We're very close to seeing the fruit of what's been considerable work by lots of people, lots of people from different perspectives coordinating and uh, discussing and sharing and arguing and uh, finally coming to compromises on uh, on development. We're about to see uh, the the fruit of all of that um, 
at the end of this year, yeah, I would be hopeful. We're, we're expecting that O'Connell Street, we're, we're told it's still on target for completion at the end of August, early September. I know that's around the same time frame that the International Rugby Experience are hoping to open their doors and become a, a open a brand new visitor attraction in Limerick City Centre that will hopefully draw football from from King John's Castle and the Hunt Museum and St Mary's Cathedral and the Medieval Quarter all the way right up O'Connell Street to the top of, uh, of of Limerick City. So, you know, we're really looking forward to that happening at the end of the year. Okay, absolutely. I see the people involved in the Titanic experience in Belfast, which is extraordinary, I have to say. I mean, there myself are involved in the international rugby experience. So if that's the case, I think we have a lot to look forward to on that score. But thank you very much for talking to us about all of that uh, this morning. Very interesting times ahead, no question about uh, that. And uh, that uh, is uh, D. Ryan there, who is the CEO of Limerick Chamber. And they're the business body that represents uh, the Limerick region. Call Limerick today now on 461995.